Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, and I am your host of The Third Degree with me, James Major Burns. And unlike most of you today, I woke up like this. But you're all great also. Remember, this is a safe space for myself and others, other creatives to share what's going on behind their minds. Because what you see is not always the truth, okay? Here we get to share, laugh, love, and live. And sometimes debate. I added that lately. Okay. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I recently added that one. I dig it. I dig it. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have today with me my friend, Mr. Michael J. Brooks. My man. It's a pleasure to be in the building, family. <laughs> the grass going wild. Oh, <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, guys. We have to all right. Here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel it. All right, all right. It. Hold the applause, please. Right. Thank you. Thank all right, you. all right. So I'm glad to finally have you here. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. Remember, speak right into the mic. Mike. Oh, right, right. My fault. It's a pleasure to be here. Every time you hear me say, Mike, Mike, take a drink. <laughs> 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 or flash the windshield wipers because you're probably in your car. That's fair. So you, right before, well, some, at some point you just say you're the goat, which brings me to a, a He's very, He's the goat, not me. Very, he's the goat. Funny story. So I work at Raven Kings, right? Okay. And they have these things for new hires where they say, like, what's your favorite song, favorite animal, blah, 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 spirit animal. So uh, this girl put goat, right? So I didn't know if she meant greatest of all time or an actual goat. Right. And I'm like, well, maybe she grew up on a farm or something. Right. So I asked her when I saw her, I said, hey, so I saw that you put goat. Did you mean, like, greatest of all time or did you, like, mean... You like really like goats, you know, because that's cool too. You can like whatever you want. But I was just wondering. Right. And she was like, oh no, I really like goats. I love goats. <laughs> and I don't meet too many people too often who just say they love goats. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but, you know, people, yeah. a lot of people chose lions. You know, I, I don't know what I would have chosen, but maybe not a goat. Nah, I said, oh, well, why'd you choose goat? She was like, because goats give no fucks, and I don't either. I, wow, that's deep. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a and boy. then she told me that she was like, and I, she was like, I can do like a goat scream. I was like, please, please. She was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. I was like, please, please do this goat scream for me right now, so I can fall to my ground, fall to the ground. She, she didn't do it. She was she like, people it. just think it's funny. I was like, of course, I'm sure it's hilarious. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine her just standing there and be like, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> I was cracking up. I said, she said because goats give no fucks. And I'll be sure to warn you with the language, ladies and gentlemen, and some children. Mm. But you know, no one under the, under the age of 12 should really be listening to this. But they That's could. a fact. But I'm grown. So don't come for me, come for your mom. But anyway, so I'm glad to have you here. Michael Pleasure. and I have been friends for several years. At least. A mutual friend in Jarrell Jackson. The God. And yes, and we all almost... Had a podcast ourselves. That's a fact. That's a fact. It was called Are You Sure? <laughs> it still is. It still is. You're just so, not sure if it's somewhere made. Somewhere out there it exists. You guys can look that up on SoundCloud because there's actually a few episodes that exist. But anyway, that's funny because before Are You Sure, I was in another podcast called Three and a Half Gays. Oh, that's <laughs> the goat. So that's mad. the goat. That, that podcast is a classic. Definitely check that out. Jerome was so mad when we started that because he told us. He told us we stole his idea. <laughs> oh, really? How'd that happen? Y'all just go steal my idea. We was like, what? What I? What do you mean? He said we stole his idea to have a podcast. Yeah. I said, bro, first of all. Elaborate. I'm an entertainer, okay? <laughs> and I've always wanted a podcast, but I was too nervous to have it by myself. So, you know, mm. I took the other way out and was in a group. I respect that. And then I joined your podcast because it was the three of you, Jarrell. Um, Shonda and yourself and at first I was like you know what I was so surprised Jarrell asked me I was so surprised because I'm like of all the drama that I had with my other podcast that he knew about LOL. I was like L-O-L. oh so you seriously <laughs> and then how he said we stole his idea so I, I didn't know like, that oh, you really want me like are you for real I thought he was being shady I thought he was just saying uh, it to throw it in my face he was like no we would love to have you like your input and like your like Energy with the rest of us, I think we can make. I'm like, I actually do too, but you for real, right? I was, I was very shocked. So, enough about me. Tell us something about you. 
Um, well, I'll start. Oh, okay. I just graduated from dental school. So Good. go ahead and share some of that with us. How does it feel to finally be out that room? Uh, I will let you know when I get this uh, board result. I will let you know how that feels. Uh, right now, it feels really nice to have my time back to reclaim your time and get to sleep. That's really <laughs> nice. I've been trying to pass this board exam for the last calendar year. You know what I'm saying? It's been a it's been a marathon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's nice to finally have that phase of life behind me. That was a five year journey. You know, tiring, taxing. You know what that's, that's like. Right, almost as long as I know you. Yeah, right. <laughs> as long as I remembered you, because Legerell told me we was at the same party at some point in 2000 and whoever knows. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I, I first like, met I you. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember Why that. Why don't I remember him? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I remember people being there, but I just know there was a guy who played basketball. Yeah. And I can't tell you what he looked like or what his name is, but if he was like, that's the dude that played basketball, I would be like, oh, I remember him. <laughs> Sorry. You good. You good. I feel that. So I'm actually glad that you went on ahead and shared that you're still trying to pass the bar because I wasn't sure if you would were going to want to share that. But no, I shared that with everybody. That's a yeah. real struggle. Yeah, so we didn't fail. You're um, able to share. And we kind of joked around about hating tests. Like, I, I yeah. was a horrible test taker in school. I hated, hated tests. They made me still feel do. just so, like, nervous and, like, I was going to, I always felt like I was going to fail and be stupid. LOL. Nah. <laughs> That's how I felt. And my brother was really smart. So I felt like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so even if I pass, he'll get a better grade than me. So he already smarter than me. <sighs> but everything was a competition to me. I feel that. You got to you gotta compete with yourself, though. You can't, you can't look at somebody else's race and judge based on them having a better time than you. You got you to gotta run yours. And that's what I, that's what I learned. Like, um, I was... I, I didn't tell people at first that I was failing this test, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, pride and like you said, you know, it's a competition or whatever. So I kept that to myself and I'd have probably passed it sooner if I'd have, you know, let people in. But, you know, trying to shoulder everything and do everything yourself is toxic. And when I finally let people in, it made it a lot easier to pass it. Like uh, God told me. Back in September, we was going to pass it, and we definitely did. I'm just waiting on the official uh, score to come through. But it, it got a lot easier, you know, speaking the truth and letting people know, like, I didn't fully graduate, I didn't pass, I didn't do what I needed to do in the time I was supposed to do it. And it was very freeing, you know. It was like a large weight getting lifted off your shoulders. Uh, same as you, I'm not a good test taker, never have been, never will be. Um, that shit is annoying, you know yes. what I'm saying? So. Like the OGT test, sitting in that room for three hours of test. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. Didn't eat breakfast, so you gave me a couple peppermints. Yeah. I would just be sitting there, and I'd be taking the test, and I would just be like, okay, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, do I really have to do this? Is this really going to result with me graduating? I've done uh, everything else. Please let me leave. That's literally literally what you said is how the I ACT felt. The test? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was trash too. That the worst trash. thing that happened to me is um, loving this club. I could not get it out of my head. Is that that Usher myself, song? Yes. I that shit is fire. On the test and I would just be like, searching for somebody you think you're gonna get you And I would just start thinking about the song and then I realized, okay, I have to finish the test. <laughs> and on the ACT test and on the OGT test, I would take so long trying to figure out stuff that I would run out of time every time. Wow. So, because I wasn't confident that I knew what I was doing. Mm. So, except like, you That's know, I deep. could read. So, reading wasn't hard. I'm like, right. I just had to read this. Yeah. And answer the question. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> social studies was just like memory. That's a so fact. I, w I was good at social studies already, um, also. Um, ironically, I, w I thought I was better at science than math, but I always barely passed math. <laughs> yeah, math is I tricky. I always passed math, I like, Six or seven points. Really? I swear. Wow. That's OGT close. That's close. ACT part. I'm like, I'm like, wow, math. I thought I, I thought I was decent in math, but no, I'm not. I mean, that is decent. You passed. I fell in science <laughs> on, on the OGT, and then I had to retake it. I, I failed science by four points. I said you couldn't find somewhere to give me four points. That's how I felt taking that board exam. That's funny shit. One question. That's funny shit. Yeah. 
one time in, in high school, I'm gonna share this. I'm, I'm listening. Back to you, I'm talking a lot about me. You good? You good? It's a conversation. I had a teacher. She was like, um, we were getting our little. Uh, what are the things? Progress reports. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was going around having to write it out because I was running track, and she was like, "Oh, you like two points away from a B." Disrespectful. <laughs> that was my last grade to make honor roll, right? Yeah, that's disrespectful. And she uh-huh. was just like, "Yeah, you two points away." I was like, and then gave you that. I wish y'all could have seen his face. <laughs> and she was like, "No, there's no, <laughs> there's no extra credit or anything." I was like, "Damn." I'm like, "So all that work you gave me last week, it was just to get a C." Wow. <laughs> and she was like, "Like I was like, I I put I put my finger in her book. I said, Miss Banzo, if you don't just give me those two points, I'm like, please." Literally. Like just this one. Why would you do that to me? Why would you even tell me that? For being charming, like. I, and she was like, you see, and she's like, open the book, like you see this, you're two points away from a B. And that was her telling me like to work harder. I was like, okay, but this time, it's on you. Yeah, do me a solid. She Help did. me out. She did me a solid. That's she respect. Really That's respect. And I stopped calling her Nina. I called her Miss Bantle. Yeah. I'm gonna stop calling you by your first name. I just felt like you called me by mine. I should be able to call you by yours. But I can respect that. I'm a child, you know. But um, enough about me. So again, I'm glad that you were able to share that because, and I'm glad that you also had the time to think about why it was important to share it because it's almost like, you know, people say keeping the truth hidden is like telling a lie, but it's not being, not being able to live with it. It's like, I'm keeping this away from you, but just because I don't want to be embarrassed, even though you know that people are going to react the way you thought they would react they were going to be there for you they're going to encourage you maybe some people had some things to say that you need to hear but it resulted in the way you thought but in the beginning process or when you get in those moments you know embarrassment does set in or you know insecurities do set in so you feel like you want to handle it all on your own you don't have to and when you would encourage the everybody else to not do that also that's a fact that's a fact um when i when i was applying to dental school um, I always, you know, struggle with like, oh, uh, what if I don't get in, you know, because that's always a possibility. And my girlfriend at the time, Alex, uh, she told me, well, well, we'll just apply again. And I'm like, that really stuck with me because it's like, you know, you don't need a, a plan B if you determine to make plan A work. And that's what I told people. Like, it was like, so what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to just keep applying. Like, I know that this is this is it. And I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make it happen. And I've always, you know, failed at stuff. Like I did not pass the driver's test because I failed the maneuverability, and that's the best part of my driving now. I was devastated when I failed the first driver's test. You did that too. Wow, that's crazy. Tell me (laughs) that I wasn't coming out with my ass. Right, that's a fact. I I judged the stop signs wrong. I was. My dad always Um. said, "Get up so you can see." I didn't go to driving school, so I didn't stop at the stop sign and then pull up. I um, stopped at the corner, so uh, I passed the stop sign. I was livid, and yeah. my grandfather wouldn't let me drive home, so I was also salty. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough. Shouldn't uh, shouldn't fear failure and shouldn't be ashamed of it. You know what I'm saying you learn the most from failing. You don't learn from winning, and that's another thing I learned this year. Like you gotta you gotta speak the truth. You know what I'm saying because you don't know what kind of strength that might give another person to know that you failed mad times or something, but you, you know, kept at it, and eventually you you got the dub. It's powerful in that. But if you don't tell people that, then it's like, you know, whatever. And I feel like it's more powerful if you tell people while you're going through it, not after the fact, like I planned on, you know what I'm saying? So I just started being honest, you know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes I'm just going, I can get annoying because I will talk about it and beat the dead horse. I will oh. beat that horse. Oh, you will beat it. drag <laughs> that horse across these 50 states. That's how you live it. I dig and it. And I'm like, I, sometimes I go to, I'll text out a whole, and then I'm like, no. And I go say, I'm figuring I can do this on my own. I can relax and calm down. And this is not a problem. Okay. But I already have the text. You already have it. It's ready. And I go do it. Or I go to call and I'll hang up. They'll be like, did you call me? Yeah, I did. It was an accident. It wasn't no accident. <laughs> Because sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'm so impulsive. I didn't know that. And I'm just so impulsive and I'll start to ask somebody something that I don't even need to ask them because I can do it myself or I should do it myself. But Mm. so I'm trying to 
be more rational when I get so impulsive. And it's been an issue for a while. And sometimes it causes me to make um, irrational decisions, stupid decisions. I feel that. You know, in all aspects of life, financially. Yeah, financially <laughs> is the worst. You know, got a budget. Shouts out to Copeland. Got a budget. Shout out to Trey. Hey, there you go, too. Right, so Wait, does he, does he, does he, he budget? Right on the budget? He get me on the budget. Oh, no, that wasn't a compliment. That wasn't a, that wasn't a, a you do a good job with the budget. That was, never mind. Yeah, yeah uh, he, um, I was going to say shout out. He didn't get me on the budget, and then he forget. Okay, for well himself. then, shout out like, to oh, Jarrell. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought that we, oh, okay. Yeah, so I think that. How many times did you actually apply to dental school? Oh, only one. See? Um, that I did on the first try because um, I was doing what I was supposed to. Uh, I passed the first board on the first try. Uh, this last board, so there's three parts to the board exam. There's the the clinical, which I passed that very easily. There's the clinical slash didactic, which I passed that. And then there's the strictly didactic, which is what I failed three times in a row. Uh, this is the fourth time taking it. And each time is really expensive. It's a $500 exam. Jeez. Yeah. So we spent two grand, almost, almost a little short of two grand. Um, but yeah, right there. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh, and you know how you told me you uh, you missed the B by two points and then you failed the science by four. I failed the first time I took it by three. I failed the second time I took it by one. And then I failed the third time I took it by four. Be allowed to fail by one point. Bro, I was so pissed. And I, I, oh. I, I audited it to see if they would change it because I'm like, there's no way. There's no way you're going to fail me by one point. And then I paid a hundred, a hundred dollars, I think, to get it audited. And then, yeah, so I did spend two thousand. I paid a hundred dollars to get it audited, and they was like, "Nah, you still failed." And I was like, "Damn!" And I'm out a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I was pissed. I was pissed. Good times, so good times. We learned well, a lot. Like application fees when you go for an apartment, they be like, "Well, you got to pay to apply." Why? That's wild. I don't even understand Why? that. Why? Really? To like, apply. <laughs> to apply. Just so you can look at it or you won't? Yeah. Like, I already have to pay you. I already don't want to live here. Literally. I don't think I've ever lived anywhere where I had to pay an application fee. My God. I'd be like, yo, an application fee? Just to. $30. No, that's my $30. Literally. Literally. We New York City and we were looking for a place, which, we, of course, we You was looking for a place in New York? When was this? A few years back. Uh, okay. So I'm doing theater. All I did was a few cabaret shows. You know, we saved up some money. We was trying to go. Everywhere we went, they were like, $100 application fee, all three of y'all. We like it. Per person? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, you trying Holy to take all of that, ma'am? Literally. <laughs> Literally. I nothing to move in with. Holy shit. What was the, what was the pricing that y'all was looking at? First of all, they wanted your credit to be amazing. I'm like, y'all really, everybody here got great credit. Really? 700 plus? They say everybody who got a apartment is 700 and over. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't either. I don't That's believe incredible. you. That's incredible. Or $6,000. I can believe that. I, I, like, I can okay, kind of so believe that. No. Yeah. Secondly, <laughs> hell no. Thirdly. I'm like, that's what, I'm like, and then what will I have? I'm like, I barely got that. But what will I have after? They want a half of... No, they want all of that to move in. Oh. Yeah, oh, New York no. ain't no game. What, what part of New York was y'all in? Man, we went to Brooklyn. Um, we went. Mm. I, we were in a few places that we knew were a little expensive, but we was just trying to find and see if we can get lucky. Right, respect that. Astoria, Queens, and um, a few different places. We didn't go to like the Bronx or Harlem or nothing. We probably should have, but I didn't want to be like in the hood, hood. You know, I'm like I don't know that hood. Here That's I know a fact. My hood. That's a fact. Different. I know my hood a little bit. You yeah, know, I'm a little out. out uh, you know, around the outwards of it, but I still know my hood. It's still my hood, you know? I know Facts. Facts. I'm a little bit more comfortable with Youngstown Beijing than somebody else's. I don't know. That's a fact. You, you know where to move. You know how to move. Right. You know, I know yeah. where not to go. Exactly. It's so different. We were starting to get right at the creek of the hood. You know, we were uh, right in the crevice. We starting to get in there. And I was like, but this is as far I'm going. I can't, I can't uh, go too much deeper than this. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we hear stories, but uh, it's I'm not different. trying to be this far away from where I need to go, but everything was just so expensive. Or they wanted you to get, um, uh, I can't, I don't know what they call it. Uh, the person that like you, a realtor to help you look for a place. Mm. I'm like, but they cost like $3,000. That's a fact. I'm like, so is that, I just got to pay him and I got the place? Because if I got to pay him and then get a place? 
That's tough. You pay for that? I don't know who you're asking for this money from. Yeah, it's just explain. New York is different. I, was I don't understand. And you still here. Mm-hmm. Learning experience though. But you know, great things have happened since then, so yeah. I'm upset about that. And you're gonna pass that test. Oh, we already did. We already did. It's over. It is over. You're it's gonna over. sign your name on the dotted line. Uh time to start the next phase of life. So does that make you a doctor now? Uh yes. Yes. We Dr. Are. Michael J. Brooks. Yeah, right there. And it's right a black for your desk. Yeah. It's, uh, I look forward to that. I look forward to having a desk. Do you want to go back to school at all for anything? Um, my my second pops, uh, Dr. D'Angelo, he um he be trying to get me to go back for ortho. I might consider that. I do consider that. It's just I didn't do what I was supposed to in dental school, so like I'm not the the best candidate as far as the stats go. So that's it's a little tricky to go back to school, but. I'm gonna take a couple years off, get my finances right, get my situation right, and then I might apply for that because we be having a ball in his uh, in his office. It's a good time. Um, I've thought about going back to school, and I'm like, Mm-mm. it's tough. It ain't gonna be me. I can't. It's tough. I'm like maybe I go get a class on license or something. Yeah. But all the way school. All the way I'm school. So far removed. Bruh. I just know what I know now. <laughs> yeah. I might place the comma in the wrong place or semicolon, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay? you know. That's why I don't want to sign up to take no tests. I'm going to pay somebody else to write it for me. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. I'm learning on my own, and if you didn't know what I meant, call me. Exactly. So we, get it, we get it worked out. Yes. Okay? All facts. All first, first. Yeah, I'm not a fan of school. Yeah, I wouldn't go back to friend. I know people who have been in school for like 12 years, and I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Was, so, moving on. You've always been a very supportive friend. You uh, show up. I don't, I don't even consider that support. I just, I like what you do. It, you know, I, I do what I like. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, I don't even look at it as support. Like, I'm a fan. You know, that's it. Let me ask you then. What has been your favorite performance? Of ours that you seen I'm pretty sure I know. <laughs> you already know, man. That Dream Girls, that shit was legendary. That was legendary, man. I did like when y'all um, performed at Youngstown Pride. Uh, that was that was special. Um, I still remember that very vividly. Like that y'all got. That was so funny because you walked up right as we were going on stage. Yeah, it was perfect timing. It was perfect time. Y'all, y'all shut it down. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was hyped. You seen me? I'm like, oh shit, he noticed me from the st- man. It's crazy when somebody on stage notice you. Like that's a really nice, that's a really nice hey, feeling. You made it, <laughs> bro. The shout out. I'm like, oh man, that's love. But yeah, I, I enjoy what y'all do. I enjoy your singing a lot, and the acting is just a plus. Like. Yeah, that Dream Girls, that was different. Yeah, I tried. Dream Girls was amazing. And before we started, we were kind of just chatting about some things. And um, I was trying to figure out, like, what season of mine has, like, been my best season. Because right now, uh, like, on Tennis.com and things, they're, like, ranking, like, the best um, matches of the decade. And then they always, like, rank people's best seasons. And I'm like, well, you know what? I can do that for me, too. So let me... Like, think about it. I've been performing for some years now. So I was just thinking of my best seasons. And I'm like, okay, this year was definitely a great season. Because this year I got to do Guys and Dolls at Powers downtown, the Dior, on the big stage with the Youngstown Symphony. I had a solo in front of wow. 2,000 people. Wow. To sing with a top-line professional orchestra. When was this? This was. February. Oh, Okay. Okay, so I was still in school. That. And, and that was really special for me because last year we got to sing background for Rocktopia's national tour downtown. And I was backstage. I was, you know, uh, a featured soloist, you know, but in the chorus. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to be able, you know, I hope I be, I want the opportunity to just be able to perform in the front, you know. Right. So being able to do that from October to February, it was, it was just great. And then it was with some people who are from our town, who have gone on to work professionally. So it was great to be able to perform side by side with them. And then some people that I know from here, shout out to John Cox, because it was our actual first show together. He's the president of the Youngstown Playoffs Board. But um, after that, I got to do Donkey yeah. professionally. Yeah, you got nominated for an award for that too. Oh yeah. A whole Ohio I award. 
When do they when do they announce that? Nominated for a second award is the BroadwayRoad.com. Really? Oh yeah, for best male actor in a professional musical. When do they announce these uh, awards? So the Ohio Entertainment Awards. We actually lost. I lost. Oh, when, lost. when was that? Josh won. That was like. Se- I missed that. It was November something, November eighth or so. Oh, was there an award show? Yeah. Oh, wasn't it? was an experience. What was that? What was that? Podcast. My episode and the nominees are. Okay, I'm I'm gonna check that out because I didn't know that that already happened. It was an experience. I ain't been on Facebook though. When you're not on Facebook, you lose touch with everything. Mm -hmm. That shit is crazy. Let you know who you actually talk to. Also. That's a fact. That's a fact. Even though I really do like, I really do like Facebook because it's easy yes. to communicate yes. with a lot of people, more people because yeah. everybody don't talk back and forth every day. Like we don't text back and forth every day. Yeah, that's hard. But, I mean, and Snapchat's another form of, um, but it's other reasons. Like you're on there, it's also like this form of entertainment. And then in the meantime, you get to like share things with your friends. Yeah. Like I can imagine thinking something was funny, like you know, even 15 years ago. And they're like, damn, I wish I could tell so-and-so right now. I'm calling them and they're not home. And then I forget when I saw them at school. Like, well, why'd you call me? Oh, I forgot. Yeah. But now, tag that ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you can see it whenever you need to see tag it. Tag that ass. And yeah. I feel like we're always together. That's a fact. It's a beautiful thing. It's Social like media is nice. Yeah. Yeah. A very large group text. I like that. Right. That's a fact. Sometimes I'm like, I hate when people include me in group text with numbers I don't know. Yeah, that and blows like, me. Don't text back this group. Text back the individual yeah. and they try to tell you that to text back the individual but they just don't yeah. so moving on you said you had some questions for me that you wanted to ask me i have some questions for you oh yes yes i'm trying to remember yeah i'm ready okay so the question was i wanted other people to hear this because you know um do you as an actor do you prefer, because he was, he was uh, telling me about how um, a little kid noticed him and came up to him and quoted a play and called him the actor, uh, Jimmy Thunder, from the play. Um, do you, uh, as an actor, do you prefer people to know you as the role you played or to know you as who you are outside that role? Like, is it offensive if people only know you as Jimmy Thunder versus James major burns you know what that's the first time anyone ever asked me that and i've never really thought about it but oh. no it's not offensive to me because some what i've realized and what i do think is cool is for some people their first thought of these characters is me mm. so my friend Majorelle, um the, she actually never saw the wiz which i could not believe wow she never saw the wiz is she black she saw me yes wow so i was surprised okay. <laughs> Uh, so she never saw the wiz until she saw me in the wiz and when we did it in 2014 so i'm her scarecrow most people think of michael jackson but she i'm like you never have her think of me first yeah so and then even doing the scarecrow when i would go around town people would be like hey scarecrow and it was just i would be like oh that's so cool that they even remember me and maybe they don't remember my name but they remember that role and I'm just glad that that role like makes them happy. Yeah. Or even Donkey, I would go to Crown Theater and they would be like, were you Donkey? I'm like, yes, yes I was. <laughs> and so that would be very cool to experience. So it doesn't offend me if they don't remember my name because I don't know their names. I like the way you look at that. It's just like I'm when better. people be like, um, it's like if I met Beyonce, I would want her to be just as excited to meet me. I know she don't know me. I'm like, well, you need to be excited to meet me too. I'm great too. That's why you the guy. That's, that's respect. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, you know, it's just like, that's why I say because what you see isn't always the truth. Because, um, you know, people's perception of who you are and then these people who we, it's like different when you, in the, you're a small town because we got like mutual friends. Even if I don't really know you, maybe we ran with some of the same people for a few years. Maybe we, um, <laughs> Hold on a second. I think I just got some good news. I'm glad that was a good news face. Your facial expression is priceless right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm going to just say this now. I'm going to tell you too. So me and Trey put in um, audition for this commercial um, with Disney World and the in- for Animal Kingdom, and we got it. 
Really? Yes. Look at God. Look at God. That's this sounds like a perfect time to give God some praise, man. Yeah, that's that's amazing. beautiful. That's, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I just want to talk about like being grateful for things because sometimes I have the persona of like this diva, but it's like like what what drag race has taught me is that people created their characters of drag queens because it's like who they wanted to be because they didn't like like who they were. So like James Major Burns became like this um, thing to me that I would grab myself up with. Like I had to pull myself up with James Major Burns. That's why I talk about myself like that because when it comes to believing in something, like I didn't even believe in myself, but I wanted other people to believe in me. So I like, like that. I had to I like almost that. put that character on to make me, I'm like, you know what, I would, like I used to say, I'm like, I gotta be more confident to shove out the doubt. Now, sometimes I probably come across yes. arrogant, but I had to do it to like take myself out of like the depths. Exactly. And sometimes exactly. in moments, I, like sometimes I feel so ungrateful or sometimes I feel like I haven't accomplished anything because I want entertainment to be my nine to five. I respect that. And it, it's not yet. And it didn't happen the way I thought it would. It so never do. makes me feel, you know, like you lagging behind sometimes or you know, right yeah but then i'll think about what i have done uh, what exactly. i have accomplished and i'm like exactly why do I, then i get mad i'm like why am i so ungrateful because i'm like I, you know i'm happy i'm alive i have some place to stay healthy you know, yeah. i'm engaged i'm getting married yeah, and yeah. And those beautiful to things together i'm able to do what i love with who i love exactly that's a beautiful thing Oh, so that is so Running exciting. Running a marathon that together. Is super exciting. Because I've been to Disney World once, but Trey has never, so that's going to be super, That's going to be lit. Exciting. When is it? Next week. Oh, Jesus. That's, that's soon. So I get to do Donkey Saturday. I'm, I will play Donkey for the rest of my life. If you have a role, <laughs> if somebody want to be pay me to be Donkey and go on a tour, hit me up because I will be Donkey for the rest of my life. I, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are because I'm, how old is Donkey? I mean, that's Eddie Murphy. You know what right. I'm saying? He, he 50 plus. Not yet. I still, I'm still. i going to go home and watch that, actually, because I still ain't seen that. Oh, I did watch part of it. I did watch part of it. That that movie, the part I seen was fire. Uh, going back to what you said, that's powerful. Um, I feel like everybody should believe in themselves, and your belief needs to always be stronger than anybody's doubt, because... At the Especially end of the day, own. yeah, exactly. At that's the end the of the day, out. somebody else can make you feel some type of way, but not like you can. That's a fact. That's a fact. How you said you lifted yourself up with the persona, I feel like that's how God lifted me up this year. Like, um, uh, fun fact, uh, I was telling my buddy right here, the man, the guy, James Major Burns. I was telling him uh, what the, what the the J stands for. Um, it used to stand for J, uh, Jermaine. Now it stands for Jeremiah. Um, I changed my name back before I graduated from college so that my degree reflected who I am um, because I felt like I was the original. I used to be a, a junior, but I'm not anymore. I'm the original because I felt like the person who was my parent wasn't a parent, you know, so I wanted my kid to be the second in the uh, long line of greatness, if you will. Um, I don't tell too many people that, uh, like I've probably, I posted that one time on my social media and then I never told nobody that again. So this is the first time in six years now that I've uh, told people that. So you gotta be close to me to know that. But now this is the second time I'll probably say it again in six more years. But um, yeah, that J means a lot to me, which is why I always correct people. Like it's not Michael Brooks, it's Michael J. Brooks. Don't forget the J. And that's why you my dog. And that's why you my dog, because I always say James Major Burns. It's not James. It's not Burns. It's all you got to say the whole thing. It's like a tribe called Quest. Now, <laughs> what your name is on Facebook is what I address you as, Thanks. and even when I see you, I might call you. So if your name was Michael Selfmade J Brooks, <laughs> I would be calling you Michael Selfmade J Brooks. Like, because that's and you That's a fact. That's a fact. But I wanted to say, I remember one time we were having a conversation, and I'm, I'm going to share this, and I hope my friends aren't upset, but when we were doing our podcast, and we were talking about having our fathers in our lives, and I realized that I was one of the four of us who, like, had my dad. Wow. 
in my life. Wow. And then the way I feel about being like a, a you know feminine gay man also like growing up. So that was always my biggest like fear is that he would be like so disappointed because when he, Sam found out. Sam is your dad. Yeah, okay. Burns. Okay. When Sam okay. Burns found out. I love that you call people by their first name. Nobody else said. I don't know why, but that's just how I felt. I just didn't want him to be disappointed because he's always that's a fact. like the greatest dad ever. So when I like, it was so important for me and my brother to go live with him because he taught me some things that you know that make me who I am today, and I really needed that. So to, like to realize that some of y'all didn't even have that, and then like growing up, my dad had four kids with three women. They. They were in hell with their whole baby mama, baby daddy drama. Right. And I wish that they didn't go through that with each other because, you know, we saw that stuff too. That's a fact. But he was so great to me and my brothers. As he should. That like sounds like a great Alan man. have the same mom, but me and my brother and Alan and then Samuel and Ramon, we, it's like, we, I felt like, we, you know, we grew up like we had the same mom and dad. You know, sometimes you can tell when kids are half siblings and things or whatnot, or they have this family and this family, but our family is all blended. Like my brother, um, his grandmother, those are that's our family, you know? As it should be. So he, I, I couldn't imagine what I would be missing without that. That's a beautiful, let me, uh, let me pause you real quick to shout out your dad. Sam is who I aspire to be. That's who all men should be. You gotta, you gotta love your kid, even if they aren't who you thought they would be. That's, they are who they were supposed to be. And your testimony about your dad, that's powerful. And I yeah, love to hear that. That's a great man. That's gang. That's gang shit. I, I love hearing that. Um, and shouts out to my dad, Kenneth Gandy. Like, that's my dude. That's the cat that raised me. That's the cat that loved me. And I love him. Like, that's that's my boy. Like, those is, those are the men that we should all be. That's a beautiful thing. Another thing I want to comment on is you talking about you being a feminine gay man. You don't know this, but you give me a lot of strength and a lot of energy and a lot of confidence in self because you are who you are at all hours of the day. And I, I try my best to embody that. I try not to let other people's thoughts of me dictate how I move during the day. And that's something I learned from being your friend. And I appreciate you for that a lot. Like you helped me become comfortable with a lot of things that I used to think was like gay or I used to think was wild feminine or I used to think dude shouldn't do that. But I'm like, I, I should be able to do that regardless of what you think of me. I don't really care if you call me gay or you think I'm gay because that's like, who cares? Like, it's okay to be that way. <laughs> People can you know call you that no matter what. Exactly. Like, <laughs> all the time and the reasoning is like. It's stupid. It's really stupid. Like, the, the, the more mature I get, the less I say it. Like, it's just. It's, it's a beautiful feeling, and I just want to say thank you. Well, I'm well, thank you, you the man. Really you the man. And I want to say two things. It's like, one, I hate learning lessons. Like, I'm about to be 30 next year, and I've been learning lessons. I'm like, why did it take me my whole life? Whole life. My whole life. People have <laughs> been telling me this my whole life. Why today at 29 years old did it just click? Hey. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hate this. Like, can I go back? No, you can't go back. That's the worst part. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And um, as far as what you said about, like, me being who I am, sometimes it comes off to people as real extra. And I I understand where people are coming from, and especially with people or gay guys they feel like are extremely loud or extremely effeminate. But for Can you me, give an example? For, I'm, I will. Okay. Um, for like for you to say that and like for me to feel that way now, and I, I like to, sometimes I'll, I have to make sure I'm that because it's what I wanted and what I needed when I was young because I felt the extreme opposite way at the other end of the spectrum for years about myself. Like you were too closed? Oh, I, I hated myself. So uh, I hated myself for years. And now uh, it, it, everything okay. everyone said always affected me. Uh, yeah, I used to be that way too. So, like to be able to just live now, especially because of how everybody else thought about me. That made me the most mad because after I came out, I was like so thankful for everybody. I was like, thank you for still being my friend. Oh, thank you for still loving me. Thank you for not like leaving me. Wow. And then as some years went on, I'm like, why am I so thankful that people just, because then I started to just see myself as normal because I just didn't think I was normal. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm not different than Not at all. I'm like, literally. Of, I'm like, y'all out here stupid as hell. And I'm the one that's getting looked at weird. You know, literally. I have friends who just started having kids, just started doing just crazy stuff. And I'm like, but 
I'm the demon? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, nah, I'm like, nah, this ain't right. And then, but it took me until like really to 25, and I'm only 29. It took me until like 25 to actually be able to be like, you know what? I'm just going to live. Exactly. But people go through that with all type of things. It's not always sexuality. It's so many other things. Exactly. So exactly. mine might have been my sexuality, but there's so many other things out there. So I feel like, exactly. like said, even though you're not a gay man, a feminine man, I just feel like me being able to do that for me can inspire other people to it find do. it themselves. Because you got to find it in yourself. You do. Um, I want to take this opportunity to plug something that we should all be cognizant of. Uh, Jesus and God both in the Bible talk about no sin is greater than another. No sin is greater than another. One more time, no sin is greater than another. So if I steal from you and you kill me, those are both equal in the eyes of God. And what we as people have a problem with is we have a problem judging other people because they sin differently than we do. Like if I'm out here having sex and I'm not married to the person I'm having sex to, that's just as bad as me killing somebody. Like you gotta, you gotta be cognizant of that. And when you realize that, like, damn, I'm not better than you. Like, I'm the exact same. Like, I'm out here sinning just like you out here sinning. I got my demons just like you got your demons. We got to stop looking at each other as the devil because, like you said, you are no different than me. You shouldn't feel different just because you love somebody that I wouldn't love. You know what I'm saying? Because that's no different than you looking at me like, you like you like girls like that's weird like you know what I'm saying like we 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 literally the same and the sooner people it's, it's realize love, that the like, better like you can't grab love it's like, it's like that in like with attraction like i didn't ask for this life yeah you don't you're not I supposed asked to ask for the opposite if i could yeah you know but, what i'm saying it's, it's it's love you know what i'm saying like that's, that's why the whole love is love is like exactly so that's Even a that's a fact that's a fact coming out like they add letters to like the spectrum of oh yeah like, I, I stop at like, i stop at the t endless possibilities though just like space is infinite i'm like there's so many endless possibilities and history books are being rewritten every year Facts. science is being rewritten every year Facts. So because our minds sometimes we are enclosed to think a certain way because so long it was male and female but there's a spirit that i like when i think of a spirit i don't think of the spirit being of of a gender, a or a vagina. exactly. Like it might be male or female, but I don't think of a spirit being like a penis or vagina. You know, literally. Like I just think about like the spirit and what that is. Like, this, but the spirit is love, and I don't think of love with a penis or a vagina. Exactly. So when even if you don't understand something, I'm like, there's endless possibilities of what people are on the inside. That's and a fact. That's how they feel. That's how they feel. And it's rewriting history, and people, it's making people uncomfortable. I just don't want people to get crazier. It's, but that's how I thought about being gay. People are afraid of what they don't understand and don't know. And sometimes just get hateful. I'm like, just, just yeah. work harder. Yeah. You know, or try to understand. Yeah. Like, that's what I try to do. That's all facts. That's all first verse. You, you grow when you put yourself in uncomfortable positions. There's no growth or learning to take place when you're comfortable because it is what you know like you're comfortable because you know the feeling you know where you at you know the situation you got to be uncomfortable to evolve you know what i'm saying you you don't want to spend 50 years being the same person you just wasted 50 years when, of your life when i realized because when i turned 25 i was like i know who i am i know who i am <laughs> i turned 27 i was like i think i know this guy i and think i, I like, know oh this guy oh my gosh then i felt i'm like okay I evolved. I was like, okay. And then when it started happening again, like I'm 29, about to be 30. I was yeah. Like, Wait, this is going to happen <laughs> for the rest of my life. Right. And that's a good I'm thing. I'm going to keep evolving into, yes. but I didn't realize, like, I could feel it. Like, it was, it was like difficult to go through these new things or things I thought I was comfortable with and I'm not comfortable with them. I'm like, oh, life. So that's already one problem that everybody deal with. That's the thing. Yeah. That's and then right. Dealing with everybody else, dealing with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's complex. Like you said, endless possibilities. Because if I don't change, but you change, now you got to deal with me not changing if you choose to. And if we both change and we got to deal with each other changing, like it's it's a complex web, man. Like you said, that's facts. But we're going to wrap this up. But I do want you to know that I plan on having, I'm, I'm, in, I'm transitioning to video to visual i want to oh to visual. about time ultimate goal is to have a live audience talk show 
Wow, that would be fire. Right back there, I can do it in that big room. That's what I want to do. That'd be fire. And I want to start with our community, you know, because we watch other people on TV that we don't know all the time. Literally. And I feel like this is how we can get to know each other in the city. People yeah. like to share, some people don't, but it's a it's a vibe. Like some of us get along a lot, you know. Some things like basketball bring us together. Some things like music bring us together. But it's just my way. That, like I used to think I couldn't help change the world, and then my aspect on it, like on it now, is that this is how I can help. Exactly. Like, You've got a great voice. People like we are the world. We are the world. <laughs> but no, so I want to have more conversations. And one of them was about like, you know, fatherhood and the guys who grew up with their fathers in the houses who are fathers now. And the guys who grew up without them and who are fathers now are just like, you know, growing up in the situations like that. But there's many conversations to be had. That's a fact. But are there any other questions that you would like to ask me, sir? Nah, uh, shouts out to God, man. Give God some praise. That's the last thing I want to end on. Thank you for having me on your program. I appreciate you being patient. Like, this has been a tough year, so I couldn't make it, but I appreciate you. We made it. Exactly. We're getting into new parts of life. Yeah. So I'm excited for the new year for the both of us. Oh, wait, one last thing. Um, I hope that everybody finds their person, and when you find them, if you lose them, I hope you get a second chance to get them back because it's hard. It's hard going through life without the person you know you love. Um, but, yeah, God is great all the time and all the time. God is great. And I'm going to spoil that and say, unfortunately, there may not be a person for you out there. Oh, I don't believe that. But that's another conversation for I another I day. I believe in love in many different ways, and I feel like sometimes your soul may not be, may not be the intimate soulmate that you're looking for. Which you mean? Like the person that makes you great. Like for me, like even when it comes to sexuality, and here we go getting on, but I promise this is about to be it. For like for sexuality, like for a person to be raised as, you know, like and be attracted to women. But if your soulmate, like with destiny and stars and constellations and God, it may have been a man, but because you are so turned on to this is what your life is, and that's what it's gonna be, and this is the type of woman you're gonna date, and this is what the type of woman she has to be like so you end up forming those things on this song uh, i see what you said where I, I feel like trey entered my life and he was 18 so i definitely wasn't looking for no 18 year old right I so mean. he like entered my life and like things started to change and i like accepted it but um but i also was open to the possibility of that being a woman but here, here's my thing with what you just said that means that you do have a soulmate it's just you're blocking your own blessing, which is something I was telling my brother about literally today, which is funny. You, your, your soulmate exists is just, are you in your own way to get them or are you helping your situation to get them? So you either be your own blessing, which is owning up to the fact that I am attracted to men and this person is perfect for me, but due to society or how I was raised or blah, 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 like you got all these excuses, but the truth is, you know how you feel. They know how they feel. You just got to run with it. So you either be your own blessing or you block your own blessing. But either way, it's BYOB. You know what I'm saying? I also just feel like maybe there's not a person out there for everybody. I can't, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I just feel it's, like it's too tough. The purpose might be for something else. But I just feel like maybe everybody doesn't have a person, which is it's unfortunate. But I feel like that's what our focus is on. Everybody's focus is on finding that love. But it, it's, it could be finding your purpose in life, how you can help the world grow. That's so true. It's like um, like B and J. I'll use them for example. This might not be Who? true, but Beyonce and J. Oh, oh, gotcha. Like, gotcha. You know, yeah. some people consider themselves martyrs. Like sometimes they're like them being together might be a greater cause than them breaking up because of what they stand for. And that's just certain things for certain people. Like sometimes I tell Trey, like I like performing individually, but I think us together is powerful. But and then there's a certain, um, there's other qualities that come with that, us performing together and maybe what it stands for for some people. That's a fact. And now, like somebody told me something one day and I'm gonna end on this. Cause I always say, I'm like, I don't have, um, our examples of relationships and couples and things are always a man and a woman. And I'm like, I just didn't have that, that guys gay couple. to give an example of. Yeah. Like say Will and Jack or Will and Grace because they weren't in a relationship, mm. you know? So somebody was like, well, now someday somebody is going to be like, I want that James and Trey love. Exactly. Like, That's beautiful. So like, That's those beautiful. Those things really do mean a lot. You know? That means a lot to people, especially being people. Being to have. Exactly. Just being able to have because it's just, I'm like, all we want to do is just be equal. We don't want extra. We just want to be on the same plan yeah. with everybody. That's all you should. Would you agree, and we can end on this, would you agree that everybody has one 
but not everybody finds one. Does that does that sound like a compromise? Because I believe a lot of people don't find their soulmate and settle for somebody that's not it. But I just feel like the possibility starts at zero. I can agree with that. So it's either it's zero, then one, two, three, four. I can agree with that. We have this conversation on another podcast. We will. We will. Endless love. That's fire. And on that note, this has been James Major Burns with Michael J. Brooks. And this praise God is a third of it. Amen.